0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Donna it. Donna Thornt. Donna it. This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna dunk. This is Thorit, and I'm Donna Thorit. I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to dunk.
2: Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Basley and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala,
1: and I'm down to dunk. This is Poku and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal.
2: Captain Crunch. Salmon Toast Crunch. Cracklin Oat Bran. Oh, I can have these? I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog monster. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, as always on Mondays, is Michele Barrett. Michele, what's up?
1: I'm incredibly beefed and peeved <laughs> at Kevin Chen in the chat. What? It already saying that that is my, <laughs> basically says I think a lot of times, Mickey's internet doesn't allow them <laughs> to live stream. Come on, Kevin, it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: twice is twice too many for kevin here twice too many for kevin um that's awesome uh before we get started a couple of announcements for everybody listening uh this week on may 5th cinco de mayo we are having the release of our very own down to dunk brew with lively beer hey, words. my birthday right and mckelly's birthday <laughs> big and another big announcement mckelly's birthday um, <laughs> uh, you can go to Lively Beer Works on Thursday night, seven thirty, and grab one of these beers. It's gonna be called. It's called the Dream Scenario. the The artwork is incredible. It's gonna be so cool. Uh, that's at seven thirty. You can actually show up to the brewery earlier and and buy it downtown. So go check that out. I believe it will be released in uh, locally here um, at different liquor stores and things like that. Um, So, go check that out. And then, May 17th, that's the big day, guys. We're 15 days away from May 17th. That's the night of the draft lottery. And we are having a lottery party at the Jones Assembly in downtown Oklahoma City from 6 to 9 p.m. Be there, be square. I say it's, if you want to, if you're following so closely that you're listening to a thunder podcast you need to be amongst friends that night because we we will understand whatever emotion whether it's the highest of highs or the lowest of lows we will all understand and we'll be there together and so my recommendation is be there so that we can all celebrate or mourn together uh it's just better so uh looking forward to that jones assembly is awesome anyways if you haven't been there it's an incredible venue. Um, it's actually the place where they had the Paul George welcome party, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Um, wow! So um,
1: I'm here to stay. Yeah, for re- like not a long time.
2: Yeah, well, it's yeah. actually where they had the uh, when they just traded for him. Um, they had a, a welcome party. It wasn't. It wasn't the here to stay party. Oh, yeah, the here to stay party see. was at somebody's house in like North Edmond, I think. Um,
1: oh, I, I know what you mean. Okay, I know yeah. the place. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um so before we get started, uh let's uh let's do a little tankathon spin. What do you say, Michele?
1: It's going to be three and twelve. Three and twelve.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh three and twelve would be specific. something to celebrate, no doubt. Sure. That would be incredible. All right, here we go. Taking a little spin. And what do we get? Oh, we got two and twelve here. Today on Monday. Well, it's a feel good Monday here on Down to Dunk. Okay, so you're on the clock at 2 and 12. Who are you selecting it to? Let's say, not, let's who say, do I have available? Houston's picking one. Let's say Chet's gone. Oh, who are damn. You're picking? Yeah, Chet's gone. Bye bye, Chet.
1: Damn. It's really close. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. It's a Look, tough decision. I,
1: I can't stay here and, and say, hey, Mickey, you overvalued shooting for your entire life. And yeah. now that you have probably one of the best shooters in the world, you cannot pass on it. <laughs> I would probably not pass on Jabari. Okay. But hey, okay. But I'm, <laughs> I'm torn because you can see Paolo being a super duper star. Yeah, and I think I would go with Paolo. And Jabari being just a shooter. Yeah, but anyway.
2: Yeah, I think I'd go with Paolo. I've. Uh, yeah. I'm. I think he's incredible. I think he's so so fun. Um. So yeah, that's. Uh, hey. Yep. I've got a visitor here. Okay. Thank you. That is a hundred percent broken, but I'll fix it later. Okay.
0: Keep it under. Okay. All right. Uh, can, can, I, uh, can I have the sponge.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and take it. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Bye. Um. So, anyways, I wanted to ask you about the playoffs. Uh, it's been really fun playoffs so far. Um, who on the Thunder do you see as somebody that can that can contribute in the playoffs today, or at least in the future, you could see them contributing to a playoff team? And is there anybody that's on this current squad that you're like, oh man, they get played off the floor uh, because of this attribute or that attribute? Um, because I mean, that's what it all comes down to. Is like you watch yeah. these teams play, and it's like, do they have enough guys? You know, does Boston like do they have enough guys now without Chris Middleton? Do the Bucks have enough guys? And you know, obviously, we have your your. Shea is like obviously he's going to be out there. I think Dort is another one who's yep. like obviously out there. Um, well, I mean defensively he's already. Show, I mean he's shown he's played in a game seven. Like he,
1: yeah, and they were just yes he was out there. You can clearly say that he was out there. So so was Steven Adams, and now he's not. Um, I know.
2: Come on, he's at a he's at no a no, no
1: don't come on me. Uh, you are
2: you are just like a certified Dort hater.
1: Yes, until he proves to me that he his erratic shooting is just a smidge of what he does on the court, and not yeah. that the entire offensive package. I will still have doubts that not like it's not that he doesn't play in the playoffs. Yeah. um in general but i don't see him being part of the best units that okc can't can put on the court
2: mm-hmm. if
1: shea and giddy are here yeah i well, i that if, is my opinion and if,
2: if you were to just take guys from this team and throw them on other playoff teams like he, i think he would play I think he would play for a lot of teams. Yes,
1: he would because he's good defensively. Yeah. But but that team will not probably close with him.
2: Maybe. I don't know Dort Dort's I'm a bigger Dort guy than you are. Um
1: Yeah, he needs a ve- like if um Payton closes for for Golden State, then Dort can close for Golden State.
2: Yeah. Oh, without a doubt.
1: That is absolutely. Yeah something that i can i can stand by he can probably close for miami he can probably close for i'm not sure if if he can close for the bucks because of spacing concerns um he would probably be okay with the celtics because Mm -hmm. yes they don't have elite shooters that have a position but they have enough yeah but it's not that simple i mean if you can allow the 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 other team to just play four or five it's extremely difficult in the playoffs especially Mm -hmm. in the second round
2: Hmm. Um. Okay, Josh. You feel confident that Josh wouldn't get played off the floor in the playoffs?
1: Today, he would probably be played off the court. Yeah. By just being put in a million screens. Yeah. And punished a lot. Would I keep him on the court? Yes. Yeah. Because of what he gives me on the other side of of the of the field, but it's. Um
2: it's a dice roll with yes. With him. And you're also like he's gonna take shots, which I think is a really good thing about him. Uh however, he's gonna have games where he doesn't make a lot of shots <laughs> too. You know, he's a he's yeah. certainly a work in progress, which is fine being as he's 19 years old still, like fine. Yeah. Um Kenneth Williams, yeah, throw him out there with anybody. Yes. Um I think I think JRE is a guy that when I watch these playoffs, I just think, not necessarily exactly him because I think we need to see more of him, but a player like him. Like, yes, he's 35% from three. He can defend. He moves his feet. He can... um, Yeah. To me, he's like Grant Williams 2.0, which is, like, great. Like, those kind of players...
1: Less tough, better shooter than Grant, but yes.
2: Yeah. Grant... Grant can shoot it from the corners, man. Grant can really shoot yes, from the corners. Yes, not
1: not. I think that Jerry can be a guy who hoists eight trees in a game. Yeah, no issues. Yeah, not sure that Grant is that way or was that way coming in the league. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I feel good about. I still feel good about that pick. Um, and then to me, it's oh, yeah. like like Trey Man has got a ways to go defensively, um, yeah. and offensively. To to be honest. Um, before he gets to that level, but again, rookie, who knows? And then it's just like a lot of question marks <laughs>
1: after that. Hey, Mike can play ten minutes.
2: Yeah, to, ten minutes. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike can. Yeah, smart player. Smart player. Spaces. Plays hard. Exactly. Defends. Like he's not good. He's not a good defender, but he's in the way.
1: Yeah, and with Mike, you can tell from the beginning, like just feed him the ball three times and he will know if he can take another three shots or mm-hmm. if that is it. Mhm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then it's and then it's like question mark city. Like I don't I don't know about Poku yet. Like we got to see more. No. Like he's not playing in the playoffs most certainly. Um still a long ways to go there. And like Aaron Wiggins has got to shoot it if he's gonna be out on the court, beat crazy. has got to shoot it, and frankly, has so is so far away defensively.
1: Um, yeah. What's so your take on Basley? Baisley being contributor.
2: I think he pl- honestly. I think he'd play for some teams.
1: Yes, to me is uh, like I have way more concerns about his e- efficiency offensively than Dort. Just not to be the worst or the hater. Yeah. Baisley is below him in the food chain for me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I think Baisley would contribute just because he's versatile and he's shown an ability to defend without fouling. And in this I
1: don't buy that. You know that.
2: I mean I, I, why don't you buy it?
1: Because I try to focus very hard on him when it doesn't foul and to me sometimes it's just not putting enough effort defensively
2: yeah hmm.
1: so it's yes he's not fouling but it's not effective either on those moments I, like it's not not fouling it, a la green which when he fouls boy oh boy but anyway um yeah. He's more, he is of, a hel- he's more of a help guy than everywhere. he is like your
2: primary guy. But I, ju- I just think that he, pl- I think he would play. I think he would play on some teams off the bench, and he's uh, his athleticism too would get him into the game. Um, I don't okay. think I don't think he plays big minutes, but I think he would play.
1: Yeah. Again, it's um, I wasn't completely on board when uh mr presty described the end of the year for uh for Baisley, and i'm like i went even back and rewatched a few of the possessions there is something about the not fouling and blocking that strikes me if he knows that he can block he does it if not he's just a little bit too far away yeah like you need to make contact with your with your body
2: mm-hmm. if you
1: make contact and you're not fouling that is value that is like huge value
2: yeah
1: i mean i'm like the thing that i love about the playoffs and i'm watching like only so little of it and because i have like crap on to do um but the physicality is totally on a different level can basically match that physicality like dort can
2: dort can Dort absolutely can
1: um i mean dort can the others I need to see it because that is, that I agree 100% with the concept of, hey, we need to be more physical, that Presti said during his exit interview. Yeah. And I see a lot of guys, including Baisley, being okay positionally, but then you don't put your body in. Dort does it all the time. And that is what I love the most about Dort. And that is the calling card. So yes, he will play in the playoffs. But again, I would question uh, the fit offensively for Dort a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I w- I would like to see Darius in a situation where the game really matters and see what happens. That's and that's part of the problem, you know, with this team is like they haven't played a game that like really, really matters. <laughs> you know, like they just haven't a game of
1: consequence. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The games of consequence have not been here for a while. And that's when you figure out, like, I know a lot of people like a lot of the guys on our team, like Isaiah Roby and Trey Mann. Like, I, I like those guys, too, to a degree. Aaron Wiggins. It's like, oh, man, those guys are awesome. And it's like, well, let's see what they look like in a game of consequence. Because yeah. once you get there. When everything's on the line. Once you get there, these guys start every, like, it feels like you have nobody. I mean, this happened with the Thunder in past years when they played, like, only games of consequence. And it was like, we have no bench. We have no fifth starter. We have nobody, you know, outside yeah, you of our outside campaign? of our guys.
1: Like, he was completely lost in the playoff. Lost.
2: Yeah, he was. He played he, one game. He
1: couldn't play. And then, yeah, and to me, that thing about the game of consequence applies... Also to Shea, because yeah. yes, Shea was in some playoff games. Um, in some, he was good. Mm-hmm. Clipper season, nothing to lose. Everything you do is, uh, is just the icing on a cake. Mm-hmm. Second year. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we are not supposed to win. What happens when you are the fourth seed mm-hmm. and you are playing against the fifth seed? And that is the game that you have to win. Mm-hmm. What happens then? Like, I want to see Shea in, this, in these moments. And again, maybe it's not next year, but in two years, I really want to see how hungry it is. he is, how hungry Dork is if he's still on the team. Yeah, Which it's probably, he's probably on the team. I'm mm-hmm. not saying, not suggesting. Um, what about Giddy? Like, yeah, I, I really want to see that.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I want to see it too. Um of the guys that just to recap guys that I feel confident in that could play in the playoffs today, I think it's probably Shea, Lou, and Ken Rich. Of guys that I feel like in the future will get there. Um adding on to those guys, I think Jeremiah yep. is a guy that will be a playoff type of guy. And I think Giddy will get there, too. Giddy, I think, can be a physical player. I think he's going to put on a lot of muscle. I think he's going to be a guy that will be able to play a physical yeah. part of basketball. He did in the NBL, not as much this past season, but he's a rookie. Like, who knows? Um, and then guys with a shot that could go either way, like Baisley, Poku, you know, and like Trey Mann, you know, like those guys have got to prove a lot. And Trey's got skill, like, Trey's got incredible skill. He had those 20-point quarters, but again...
1: Don't you want to see more? Like, tomorrow? See more 20-man?
2: Yes, I do. I'm excited he's going to play in Summer League. I want to see... Yeah. I want to see more from him. I want to see what he looks like with a year of confidence and a year of ability to get shots off on anybody. Like, what do you... Okay, now what? I think is a good question for him. Um, So, yeah. Which... And like in this assessment, in like watching so many playoff games and like thinking about the slender roster, it helps you to realize like how far away they are. Because like I know people think yeah. like, oh man, they're so close. Like let's go for the play in next year. Yada yada. No. It's like they are so far away. Like think about how few players we're talking about that are ready to do this. And yeah. maybe some guys step up next year. Maybe their draft pick is good. Or you know. They're not going to sign anybody of consequence this summer or try to sign anybody of consequence this summer. That's not happening. They're not going to make any big-time no. trades. I mean, Sam Price said, just stay away from that freaking button. Like, Don't touch that freaking button. Don't. And that button yep. is, is all the things that I think people would want them to do to take the next step. It's, not, it's just not time. It's not time to take the next step. And when you look at the field – And you look at these playoff teams and like teams that are really competing.
1: It's Yeah, that's that's a different thing though. I mean, the first OKC team was not ready to really compete. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I mean,
2: the Grizzlies are ready to compete. The Grizzlies are competing. You know? and And they're a young team too.
1: And yet they weren't last year, and they did it anyway, to a certain degree. Yeah. So it's it doesn't need to be next year being um, it won't like be. If you look it at it won't crazy.
2: be. It doesn't need to be, and it won't be.
1: <laughs> no, it won't be. But they may stumble into thirty six wins. Yeah, we'll anyway. talk.
2: We'll, we have we have a lot of time to talk about that. I have I have uh, a drastically <laughs> different take than thirty six. It depends. A big it depends. Jump. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to do a twenty twenty redraft. We'll be right back. And we're back after that quick break. We are going to do redrafts up until the NBA draft and we're going to do the 2020 draft. you know as we get further away from the drafts, obviously the picture gets a little bit more clear. Uh, with the 2020 mm-hmm. draft it's still there's a, it's still pretty blurry like to be frank there's just not a lot there's still a lot of players that we need to see more of. Uh, one player in particular that we need to just see. (laughs) Um, And it's a really, it was kind of billed as like not a very good class. And then you look at the impact that several of these guys have had on the playoffs this year. And it's like, huh, okay. Well, there's actually, there's some good guys in this draft. There's, there's some gems to be had. Um, So we'll go back and forth. not too many. There's not too many, but I don't feel like I get through the lottery, and I'm like, oh, we have to take this guy at this spot. It's like there's there's enough players here to get Mm -hmm. through the lottery. You know, I don't know about getting through the first round, but getting through the lottery, sure, you can get through the
1: lottery and feel pretty good.
2: Uh, McKelly, with the number one pick in the 2020 redraft, who are you taking?
1: No, you're. It's just it's your turn. I pick 2021.
2: Okay, I'll go number one. I'm going to pick Anthony Edwards, number one, who went number one. Oh, I have to say. Who yeah. Went number one yeah. In, in the draft. Um, he's got it. You know, whatever it is when it comes to playing playoff basketball, when it comes to the moment, when it comes to um, somebody that's going to lead your squad, like he's got it. And yeah. sometimes, like, that over exuberance spills over into guys, like, beloved guys, like Dion Waiters, who, it's like Dion Waiters had, like, a similar vibe to Anthony <laughs> Edwards. Uh, he did not have the similar game, to back it up, but he had the vibe. Um, Edwards has the vibe and the game and was tremendous in that first-round matchup. If they just had... The the problem with the Wolves is not Anthony Edwards. It's that they, they need smart players plugged in around them and the right kind of players plugged in around them to like take the next step. And they just don't have that yet. Like they've got talent. They've got talent plugged in everywhere. And you're like, you can talk yourself into a lot of guys on their team. Um, They just don't have the right guys yet. Um, But to me, Edwards is like, I think I would have had LaMelo before the season And maybe even before the playoffs, I might have had LaMelo. We did
1: pick pick LaMelo when we did the redraft last year.
2: Yeah, I think it it was LaMelo easily. But I think what we've seen from Edwards, um, I think that's who I would take. I think that's who I'd rather have. I think if you're Minnesota, uh, you got to be feeling really good about who your former GM took at number one in this draft.
1: Yeah, number two to me is pretty clear. Uh, it's Lamelo Ball. It's um, there are other candidates that are close to some degree, but if you are Golden State, uh, yes, Desmond Bain will be awesome for you. Uh, so will probably be uh, Patrick Williams. Uh, but in the end, Lamelo's talent is too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just an amazing, phenomenal passer. Uh, in the right with the right players around, he can be even more danger- dangerous than he is in Charlotte. We'll probably not hear. Bice Bridges, Lamelo right, Ball. Right. But, hey, yeah, I know. Um, I think yeah. he's clearly the second best player in this draft, and uh, I think that even Memphis, if they had the possibility to have bane or Lamelo Ball, they would be hard pressed because yeah, I, think I you mean, take
2: Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we're picking for the teams like we did last week. I mean, if you're yes. Golden State and you can add Lamelo Ball, <laughs>
1: to this team, yeah, you do it immediately. Like, Again, just imagine. To me, they should at least entertain a discussion for Williams because I think that he fits them awesome in, in yeah. an awesome way. Mm-hmm. Um, they could they could just put Draymond Green and him yeah. as the starting combo uh, without putting too much of a load uh, on Draymond's uh, shoulder uh, for the for the season. And he would be awesome. But mm-hmm. the talent gap is, I think, substantial. It is. Yeah, it's massive.
2: Um, number three for the Hornets. I think I would take Tyrese Halliburton here. Um, <gasps> they need a lead guard. Okay. They need somebody that can shoot it. And he's not LaMelo. But I think he he helps you quite a bit. And... Um, Proven to be a very valuable player at the NBA level already, so I'm going Tyrese Halliburton number three.
1: I have him sixth on my board.
2: Wow, you're not a, you're a certified Dort hater and a certified Tyrese Halliburton hater over here.
1: Yes, I probably am. Uh, I just think that um, I don't know. Uh, there are players that I like better. Yeah. Um, for example, the player who. The balls will draft which is the same player that they drafted uh a year two years ago uh, in pat williams uh i think yeah. he is he has the upside to be the third best player in this draft mm-hmm. uh, i think he showed to, to some sign of growth uh he had an injury yes but i i think his combination of skill size uh he is he's very very good um yeah. to me i think that here the Bulls will also consider guys like Tyrese Maxey and Desmond mm-hmm. Bain mm-hmm. Uh, if they had the chance and Tyrese Alliburton which are to me the second tier uh, of these guys and um, but I really like Tech Williams and so to me they would just stick with it and, and move forward
2: mm-hmm. number five I actually have Maxey over this guy but if you're the Cavs and you could retroactively just get a redo On the fifth pick in the draft, I think you'd take Bain. Um, Yeah, and you just have you just have an elite shooter and good defender just plopped onto your team, next to like he's the perfect complementary piece to to Garland and Mobley and Jared Allen. Uh, Yeah, like you need shooting with those guys there, and you put Desmond Bain on that team, and you instantly. Like I, th- I think that their ceiling like gets higher. I think that they're just a much better team. The fit is just way better. Um, so yeah, I'll go Bane at five, which feels crazy. <laughs> like feels kind of crazy to me because of how low he went in this draft. He was picked thirtieth oh. in this draft. Yes, by the Grizzlies, last pick in the first round.
1: Um yeah, but he was quite good. Yeah, he's quite good. Twenty.
2: Awesome. He was. I think he was almost twenty two when he was drafted. I mean, there's reasons why he slipped, doesn't have the wingspan, you know, but you know, there was the intangibles, there was the shooting, there was there was, you know, there was a lot of stuff there. And, you know, for somebody who doesn't have the highest ceiling, but he has a way higher ceiling than what people thought. So Yeah.
1: And just the translation of his skills mm-hmm. was seamless. Like he was just able to to play in the nba like he was in college and just improving um number number six Six, i think that here um even if the fit is not clean i would clearly pick the best player who is in my opinion terry's maxi um i think that he's much much better than anyone else and there is a big drop after him like after these six players i think that the drop is quite substantial. And mm-hmm. and yes, again, the fit between him and 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 Trey Young is not ideal. Uh but who cares? I mean you just you just play them both. Uh, if Tyrese is able to play with James Harden he will probably be able to play with um with Trey Young. Maybe even helping a little bit defensively, not that Tyrese is a sensational defender, but he, he can hold his own. So
2: yeah, um, needs somebody else that can attack. That can get. I mean, he gets downhill. He does something different than anybody yeah. else on that Hawks team does. And exactly. And I don't
1: can, love the size though.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He play. He plays bigger than he is at times. I'm not worried about that. sure. Yeah, it's not. It's not the ideal fit. Certainly. Um, but the talent there is is tough to match. Uh, seven, Detroit. They took Killian Hayes. I think they would like a, a nice redo on this, no doubt.
1: You don't um, say. <laughs> that was such a bad pick. It's bad. A pick that like, a lot of people would have would have done, to be honest.
2: Yeah, a lot of people thought he went too low even. Yeah. Um, so th- this happens Apparently, in every draft. though. Swing and a miss. Yeah.
1: Yeah, funny story. I mean, I remember when Lorenzo told me, Hey, that's not a big difference between him and Tail. I said, wow. Yeah. We picked a very, very good, good player. And no,
2: he, he was right. <laughs> he was right. There's not a huge difference right. between them. They both stink. Um,
1: yeah, they both stink. <laughs> oh.
2: I think I'll go Devin Vassell here at seven.
1: Oh, nice. Um, nice. A big
2: wing that can really shoot it and can really defend. And there's not one team in the NBA that doesn't need that. And if this is some weird retroactive redo that you get and you're the Pistons and you could put him with Cade, like that's a great player to put with Cade. Um,
1: Is he better than Sadiq Bey?
2: I have them seven and eight. I... I like Vassell's physical makeup a little bit better. Sadiq is thicker; he's a little stronger, but I like the length that Vassell has, uh, and I trust the shot a little bit more than Vassell. Um, mm-hmm. I think Bay can be a chucker at times, and mm-hmm. Vassell is like more easily fits in than than Bay does. But to me, they're like they're very close. And who like who, which one's going to have the better career? I'm not really sure. Um, but I've liked cell before the draft better, and I think after watching them both this season, I think that I like Vassell just a little bit better.
1: Um, the Knicks, the Knicks wow. at eight.
2: They took Obi Toppin here, um,
1: which I remember last year we we picked at the end of the lottery. We're just saying, hey, I mean, maybe he he just. Will blossom next year and no, not to this point. He is no, better, but he had still. some
2: fun games. There were certainly some fun OB games. The 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 uh, yeah. the garden got to chant OB, which was fun, but yeah, he's yeah. not very good.
1: So, um, best player left on my board is someone that you didn't mention a little bit like shame on you, Andrew. He you were very high on him. I think that. Congo it's he's yeah. still someone yeah that I would maybe not for New York because the fit is not clean yeah. same thing with James Weisman because yeah. he's I mean if he, you if can you play him really, with Randall
2: though you could play him with Randall
1: yeah you can play Mitchell Robinson yeah then 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 probably should we should go with the highest player on my board, which is a Congo yeah um yeah that's fine
2: like he's he's way better than Mitchell Robinson
1: yeah I don't think that um, Mitchell Robinson is a guy that you should make an offer for.
2: No, he stinks.
1: Yeah. Uh, he just
2: he's he's stats only. Like stay away. <laughs> don't yeah. don't he do it. He's a guy
1: that um that will probably not fit in OKC. Okay, that is something that I'm quite positive on. Yeah. But anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah. No, yeah. If you if you think Mitchell Robinson and OKC OK are a match, you only play two K and don't watch the basketball games. Which is fine. Like I have nothing against people that do that. Um but it's not no. No, no. No, no, please no. Uh okay, a Kongwu yeah, Let, went let eight. us
1: say that if you think you were wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Uh a Kongwu at eight. Um nine is the Wizards. I think this is where I'll go, Sadiq Bay. I think Sadiq is is a nice player, and has shown some potential um, in Detroit, and can score. And you can just you can use a wing that's uh, he's tough, he can score, he's and he's everything that the Wizards don't have <laughs> at this point. So <laughs> I'll give them Sadiq Bay at nine.
1: Okay, so now who's on the board? The Suns.
2: Ten as hmm. with the Suns. This is like a this is a massive redo that they get here. They took Jalen Smith, who they have already cut loose. He's the first player that we've gotten to that's already been cut loose. And in fact, if like you go through the first round, I mean he's like the only guy that's really been cut loose here. RJ Hampton's been traded. Um, Yeah, everybody else is still in place. And uh, Jalen Smith has... uh, Yeah, Jalen Smith is gone. He's uh, been thrown into the ether. He's been put on the pacers. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover...
1: think about this because the highest player on my board is someone that i don't want to well maybe i do want i think i know
2: know exactly who i'd want for this team
1: okay um let me argue at like out loud anyway uh so i don't want to have cole anthony here um no definitely not even if he's yeah um i have on the same range i have cole anthony Mm -hmm. um i have james wiseman i have Jaden mcdaniels and then the others are a little bit far behind yeah and to me i mean if phoenix was able to to mold DeAndre Ayton, which is way more talented than than jace my weisman in a borderline Mm all-star if he can screen and just for Chris Paul, mm-hmm. like James Wiseman can be useful there, and so probably that is my pick.
2: Okay, James Wiseman. Um, that, that would not have been my pick. He still scares hmm. me. Still scares me. Hasn't played basketball. That's uh, that's a, one of my requirements. And
1: yeah, sure. A basketball. Player. The point here is, they had Jalen Smith. They didn't play him, and yeah, they're still fl- awesome. Fl- yeah, let's take a swing.
2: Yeah, I, I I don't hate that approach. Um, eleven Vasella is gone. He went to the Spurs at eleven. I think is this where this is where I'll go, Danny Abdiya.
1: Sell um, me on this.
2: He's a he's a good defender. He can pass it. He's fluid. He's the shot has to come along. Um, but I think that he is I think he would fit right in with the Spurs team. And I think he would fit in with the Suns too. It's just hard to find a big wing that can facilitate and that can defend. Um I like him. I like his potential Isn't it too.
1: Sharich two point oh, which a little bit less of talent.
2: Uh he's way more fluid. Obviously young. Like he was very young when he was drafted. Um, he's more of a wing than he is a big Scharch is a big Scharch is yeah. good too like Scharch was very helpful for them yeah but, um with everybody else that's left on the board it's like he's to me he still has upside um that some of these other guys don't i think mcdaniel's has got upside and and that would be the guy that i would quibble most about but I like Denny. He's been hidden on a horrific Wizards team that nobody watches and he's like one of their bright spots. Yeah. Um, and also, it's not like we have great things to choose from at this, po- <laughs> this point in the draft. Yeah, you
1: see? That is my point. I mean, even <laughs> do you can already see guys that stinks. I like, think so, I like
2: Denny. I do. I think he's good. I think he's going to be helpful to to some team in the future.
1: Okay. I wasn't very high on him. Um, <laughs> during the draft process, as you know, um, yes, I do. That. I remember when I was texting with uh Fred Katz and yeah. and he said, Hey, Mickey, what are you want to come on a, on a show? I said, Yes, but please not to talk about Danny. Mm-hmm. I said, Why? I don't like him. We will talk about Danny. I said, Okay, <laughs>
2: yep. yeah, I, I understand, I understand, but also at this point, this is just uh. You know, there's just some guys that are helpful in there. But,
1: I hey, mean, but thank you.
2: He, he's played a lot more James Wiseman, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, but that that is just a pure... Um, let's see how it goes pick. Um, I have the perfect pick for for the Kings oh, <laughs> player I don't baby. like. Do it. Do no, it. I mean...
2: I'm already no, it. I don't it. No, I know.
1: don't think I would. Yes. Well, they drafted a point guard there. So maybe Yeah, they did. Um I mean to me if if I had if I have to, to put someone that makes sense alongside the Aaron Fox, alongside Domas Sabonis, then yeah. probably the pick here is Jaden Daniels. Yeah, probably so. Like a long defender with potential to hit a three of the catch, uh versatile enough. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go there with with Jaden McDaniels.
2: Yeah, Jaden McDaniels would f- would fall flat on his face in in Sacramento. I've like I feel fully confident <laughs>
1: about that. Sure, me too. But do you want me to draft Cole Anthony there? I kind
2: of do. You I just, think I think Cole would be a no. king. He would be the king of the kings. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Thirteen to the Pelicans. They took. Uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. out of Alabama. I'm not going to do that. He struggled with injuries. He still might have a nice career. Um, hmm. I think this is. It does get tough here. <laughs> it gets <laughs> slim here. Oh boy. I, I guess I'll take Emmanuel quickly here. Um. As a score, I don't feel good about it, but I'm going to do it, anyways. They wanted a guard, I gave them a better guard. Uh, you don't think Quickly's good?
1: Why not? Why yeah. Not
2: Cole? Is that what you're about to say?
1: Okay, I'm
2: fine. I'm a hate, I'm a Cole Anthony hater through and through. He was better this year, I'll admit that, but I can't shake that I just don't want him leading my team. So,
1: yeah. If you don't want him to lead a team, then let's put him in Boston, where there is a guy who has not similar trait. Because pressured seems like a very tough guy. Yeah. Um
2: I don't hate that. Quite, it
1: doesn't. But that is just the way they look. Yeah. No, it's it's okay. I don't uh, hate a that, guy no, for like that the, clearly yeah. can hit the three mm-hmm. for Boston.
2: Yeah, can hit the three. Can handle a little bit. If he's your, I mean, if if he basically. Just takes Peyton Pritchard's spot. It's like, okay, yeah, like that's fine, that's fine.
1: I'm pretty sure I like Pritchard? Peyton Pritchard. He's a fun guy to watch. He hits trees. He can really shoot. That's it. That's fine. He closed that's some fine.
2: games for them because he can really shoot it. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't mind that. He's, you know, he's an inch taller than than Peyton. Sure. Fine. Uh. That's our lottery. <laughs> twenty twenty. Guys that didn't get selected, Isaiah Stewart was right there for me. Uh, Precious Achua was right there for me. Um, I can't believe we didn't take Isaac yeah, somewhere.
1: Yeah, it was number 14 on my board.
2: Yeah. I just couldn't find the spot where I felt comfortable taking him. Offensively, he just hasn't come along. And it's concerning. And defensively, I think he's good. I don't know if he's great. Um, Which is also a little concerning. Um, I didn't begin to approach a comfortable place where I could take Poku. Um, I don't know how far away that is, but um, I'm not anywhere close to (laughs) feeling comfortable taking Poku. Um, So...
1: Yeah, this
2: is where we're at. Okay, anything else before we go, Mikelly?
1: Let's pretend that I hear what you said and say, yes, that is it. Um, I really loved... Um, sorry, I want to just to say this, that I had Isaac O'Gore at 14. I know that you mentioned him. Um, then Danny, it was, it was very late on my board, but you picked him. And then I had a little bit later with uh, Bubble uh, alongside his name. Alexei Pokushevsky. I mean, I will probably pick him before a couple of guys. uh, But, I mean, in the 20s, probably. It's weird, though, that uh, Cole Anthony, he had a great season and we just pick him one spot ahead. (laughs) That's how hater we are.
2: Yeah, definitely a Cole hater through and through. We'll stay. I will stay a Cole hater.
1: Um,
2: All right. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Be sure to go to Lively Beer Works. On Thursday night, seven thirty. If you want to have a drink with the L Man and Tayshawn, and you can buy it at Lively Beer Works starting at noon on Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. Go buy that, and then on May seventeenth, be sure to come out to the Jones Assembly to hang out with us on lottery night. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a big group of Thunder fans. Uh, getting together to uh, witness Thunder history, good or bad. So come join us. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you guys again on Wednesday.